him. It's Maria, what's his cool girl? You playing on that spell, get out there, yeah? Gary, I'm playing on the spell, put up with Nutter, L I N D, as a sign, all the shop, but not spell the same. L I, welcome to my podcast, Fifty Shades of Gary. Oh, this week it's time for chapter two, what is called chapter two. A hot date. Oh, Christ, my! I wonder what's going to happen. It's so exciting. But I know what happens because I wrote it. Christ, my. Oh, right. Before we start, I'm going to say from now on, yeah, we're taking sponsorships. If anybody wants to sponsor the show, thanks for your inquiries. This week, we are sponsored by M and J Carpets. That's my friends Mark and John in the big yellow van. They, you, have you been looking for a top notch carpet or a top notch vinyl? Get in touch with them, they do it all, carpet, vinyl, the other stuff, they fit it all in in a great top-notch, fantastic price. If you want to pop down the shop, go in, have a cup of tea with them, have a chat, see what they're saying. And if you do want to go in for a cup of tea, the address is 2 Broadway, Bushbury, Wolverhampton, WV10, 8EB. Or you can ring them on Mario 2 Seven eight four zero three nine. Absolute top notch. So again, touch you them for your top notch fantastic carpets at amazing prices. Right, well, let's get into the podcast. <clears throat> Fifty Shades of Gary, Story Murray, Gary Penland. That's about get out there, right, yeah. Gary and Penland is spelled put up with it. L I N D as I say, like the shop. But not spell the same. Alright. Chapter 2. A hot diet. As Gary walked into the restaurant, he noticed his date was waiting. He couldn't believe how beautiful Marion looked. She had long, blonde, brown, mousy, gingerish black hair that went right from the top of her head all the way to thy bottom. Of her head. Christ me, she is amazing balls, Gary thought to himself as he said it out loud. And her legs was to die for as well. That was long like a giraffe's legs, but Gary had a feeling she didn't walk about all day in the African Serengeti, just doing the shit wherever she wanted. No, sir, Gary could just tell by looking at her that she was classy and that if she was going to have a dump, she would more than likely do it on a toilet. She was the prey and he was the predator and tonight he was going to rip her throat out and kill off all her offspring. It's a metaphor. He sat down and he wasted no time. He had been on the dating scene a lot of time, and he'd done this millions of times before, if not billions, close my. They had both knew there was a connection when they had bumped into each other a week before in Ann Summers. Marion had been eyeing up sex toys when Gary, who was just browsing, approached her. He wiped the con- condensation off his glasses and said, you wouldn't need one of those if you was with me, if you know what I mean. Mudge, mudge, wimp, wimp. And Gary mudge, mudged and wimped, wimped. What do you mean, sighed Marion. 
My old money's massive, said Gary. Oh, my daddy's only short, said Marion. Christ mine, said Gary. She's a parking bay short of a Sky Electrics collection, Gary thought to himself as he said it out loud. Alright, Gary had asked her out on a hot date, and now, two weeks later, here they was. They both looked at the menu, and every now and then, they would look over the top of their menu and catch one another's gaze. But not like gaze, like more than one gaze, but the word gaze when you look him at something. They both would do an awkward smiley laughing as well. Then they looked away, all shy and coy, like a right pair of fucking virgins. What do you fancy? she asked Gary. Gary just started laughing and said, ha ha ha, now that would be telling. And he did a kind of laugh, like the fat one out of Laurel and Hardy did when he was around women. I've never been here before, said Gary. You've never been here before, said Marion. Nope, said Gary. You're joking, said Marion. I come here at least three or four times a week. I really can't believe it's your first time. Look, said Gary, I'm, I'm not racist. I'm just a quite old-fashioned. I'm not into foreign food. I'm more into my traditional English food, you know. Shepherd's pie, fish pie, cottage pie, steak and kidney pie, chicken and tater pie, and other pies. I'm not very, very experimental at all when it comes to trying new food. Am I right, Marion? What you have it? Oh, I think I'm just going to have a Big Mac meal and a large Fanta, said Marion. You and your fancy words, said Gary. Have you ever been to Paris, Marion? asked Gary. No, said Marion. Is that somewhere you would like to visit, Marion replied. Christ me, look fucking shit. Now, thank you very much, whispered Gary. It brings back bad memories, bad memories anyway, because my granddad died in Paris. Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that, said Marion. Was it during the war? No, said Gary. He fell down the stairs. Oh, that is tragic. Where did it happen, asked Marion. The top of the Eiffel Tower, said Gary. Where, Christ me, he went from the top right the way to the bottom. They said it sounded like the, the drums at the start of EastEnders, you know. All right. Ten minutes later, they had ordered and fetched thy food. They was getting on like a burnt-down house. Gary had well and truly won Marion over. He had impressed her by dominating the room by threatening to block a 16-year-old's knockoff unless he filled them bastard cartons to the top with fries your robin gets. And Marion had also cried laughing as Gary did the classic open the fridge Smell the cheese! Trick on an unsuspecting toddler as his parents weren't looking. Things were really beginning to heat up. There was a clear sexual tension in the air. Oh my Christ. Gary leant across the tables to touch Marion's hand and splash! Oh Christ my! He accidentally knocked his cock onto the floor and her fanta all over her. I am so sorry, Marion. I am such a clumsy get. Sorry, Marion. My glasses keep steaming up. So you only got yourself to blame, really. Gary picked up some serviettes and began to dab away at Marion's blowers. They locked eyes. Neither of them blinked. You could cut the atmosphere in the air with a knife. 
But they don't use cutlery in McDonald's, so instead you just have to use your hands. The lady who was mopping up the drinks off the floor were finished and she went to walk away with her mock, mock and bucket. I'd leave that there if I were you, said Gary. All of a sudden, from nowhere, Marion leapt over the table onto Gary's lap. Christ, Marie, was doing the lot. Kissing him, snogging him, getting off with each other. Gary even started boobing her up. Christ, me, look at the tit on you, said Gary. Marion said, never mind my tits, what day in your pocket? Is it your penis? Because if it is, why well, is fucking massive. I wasn't lying, said Gary. Get it out, whispered Marion at the top of her voice. Gary picked up Marion and they fell back, knocking over that two-pence charity gravity space ball thing that they have at Edward McDonald's. The scrounging gets, Gary thought to himself. They fell back, back again onto their counter. Thy bodies entwined. They were just two lost souls swimming in a fishbowl year after year. Ah! 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 Said Gary. This is absolutely brilliant. Let's do a 69. Then they started doing a massive 69 on the counter. Thy manager off thy McDonald shouted, Get them down right now! Too right, said Marion, and she pulled Gary's trousers down, revealing his massive todger. Look at the size of that, said Gary. I told you I won't lie him. Somebody screamed at the back of the room, but then everybody saw the size of his todger, and instead of being scared, they all started doing a round of applause. And they didn't stop until both Gary and Marion had arrived. All over the counter... Three hours later, they both lay there panting. Marion took out her cigarettes and lit one. She took a big drag, then put it in Gary's mouth. Gary farted. Then he looked at thy gobsmacked staff and said, Go out and walk, bow out then him. And he also said, Well, you did ask for extra sauce. Marion laughed out loud, and a voice at the back of the room said, well, I didn't. I'm allergic to mouse sauces. It just isn't worth, worth the risk for me. Fuck off, Gary wittily replied. The end. See you next week, everybody. Sorry about the delay, but having some technical difficulties. Like and subscribe and all that. And if you want to sponsor the podcast, do not hesitate to get in touch. Well, let my bag and feed the foxes, the cow-cow pops. See you later. Draw me, everybody. Draw.